You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about Quicksilver Messenger Service, Happy Trails. In the room, I have Rob, I have John, I have Anne, and I have Ben. Happy Trails is the second album by American band Quicksilver Messenger Service, and most of the album was recorded from two performances at Fillmore East and Fillmore West, but like most live albums of the time, Happy Trails made extensive use of studio overdubs, and the last two songs were recorded entirely in the studio. It was released March 29th, 1969 on Capitol Records, and the producer is uncredited. I'm going to read from... (laughs) (laughs) Not surprising at all. (laughs) I'm going to read from the book Jim Harrington. Unlike most hippie bands from San Francisco's Haight-Ashbury scene, Quicksilver Messenger Service were able to transfer their wide-eyed onstage sonic exploration to the studio, witness their masterful self-titled debut of 1968, yet the band would really wave the freak flag with their next release, Happy Trails, a mostly live set recorded at both Fillmore East and West. The opening track, a sidelong workout of Bo Diddley's Who Do You Love, remains one of the most vibrant psychedelic jams ever put to wax. Broken into six parts, which the central four, each showcasing a different band member, the Who Do You Love suite conveys what it must have been like to be munching on an apple, drinking spiked Kool-Aid, and dancing until 4 a.m. at one of Bill Graham's <laughs> colorful parties. Why? Wait, why are there so wait, many apples? Why are you eating an apple? <laughs> <laughs> Good fiber. <laughs> we pour onions on our belts. Uh, <laughs> What's the style style of the time? Time? Yeah. All right. <laughs> the group keeps right on grooving with Diddley on Mona, a cohesive yet approachable loose collaboration that delivers some of the most blistering fretwork of John Cipollina's impressive career. Cavalry is a haunting mix of styles that builds to a glorious conclusion over 13 minutes. <laughs> The record closes with a short farewell, Happy Trails. Happy Trails battered the band in sales and reached the top 30 in the United States. The album remains the clearest snapshot of the band at the height of their improvisational powers, and its influence can still be heard in the jam band music of today. All right, what do we think of Happy Trails? More like crappy trails. Uh, I knew that was coming. Unhappy trails. More songs by Mo Shidley. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Explain why you don't like it, Ben. I just, I, I, I don't like it. I do like Bo Diddley. And what Bo Diddley doesn't need is for his songs to be ten times longer. I, I wrote that this feels like a, a joke or a bet that you can't <laughs> extend a very simple, like the simplest, 
like beat song into a like sprawling half of an album. It feels like a like a weird joke. So they take the Bo Diddley song and they play it for the whole first half of their album, and then you flip the album over. Oh, it's another Bo Diddley song, <laughs> motherfuckers! <laughs> this album is forty eight minutes and forty one seconds long, and thirty two minutes and twenty three seconds of it is Bo Diddley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you could say though is they definitely stretch out into different songs. They could have just written these other songs, though. They should have just written some other songs. Why, I... Not if those other songs were these other songs. These aren't songs. It's a Bo Diddley song that then they just jam. Just, yeah. just write it. Just write a song. It's a, it's a Bo Diddley song where you take breaks to just fuck it up and fart into the microphone <sighs> and just make horrible noise and then come back to, like, something halfway good and then fuck it up for some more time. Isn't there a part where they, where they just stop playing and just start clapping and grunting? Yep, yeah. that would be uh, <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Where You Love around five minutes in. Like, seriously, dudes, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, if, This isn't how you do it. <laughs> it is if you need to make a Bo Diddley song 27 minutes long. <laughs> Hey, this is this sounds like something that if you were stuck in a contract, <laughs> this is the album you'd put out. This this is that Neil uh, Young record. Uh, like, trans? Is, is this a contractual obligation record? No, it oh, is not. They oh. chose they chose to do it. Yes, this is a non purpose. Hmm. Yes, yeah. I listened to this album way more than I than I should have, and I came to the conclusion that they should have just written their. Like songs that sound like Bo Diddley, if they wanted to. There's Everyone no, else did. Yeah, there's no reason to do a like a cover, but then do this de-evolution of the cover when you could have just said, "Oh, this is our own song." I actually thought, you know, probably the strongest was the Maiden of the Cancer Moon. That was all right. Um, which is. Which is like Great three title. three minutes, yeah, three yeah. minutes long. Very metal. And then I also thought Calvary, if they would have cut the first three minutes and ended it at nine minutes, it would have been a completely fine song. Next to Calvary, I wrote P Cool, I guess, and I think I wrote that about halfway through the song. Yeah, the timpani, yeah. the timpanis yeah. and the harmonies that come in at around five minutes are pretty yeah. good. They kind of wait on a couple of these songs to either go really bad or really good at around five minutes. <laughs> it's the quick silver way. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. It's going to suck for part of it, but you don't know when. <laughs> yeah. And then for how much. I also listened to a couple other of their albums. Not so bad. Oh, yeah? Their studio, the, the previous, the debut album, I thought it was... Were they less, so solid. less jammy, less yeah, improvisational? No, no, not a lot of jam, not improv, but that's probably why this album is here is because it, it stretches into the the sort of format that we're going to get to with Grateful Dead and, um, you know, Jefferson yeah. Airplane and those other bands. However, Jefferson Airplane, the reason I like that album so much is because I said it kept to the three-minute three mark. That was before, mm -hmm. not after, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it, these were all, the all these, all these, these three the bands scene. were the same yeah, scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's actually some connections between Airplane and these guys. Yeah. Like, they could have all lived the in the same stinky apartment building. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from that same damn corner. Yeah, I think some of them were in jail for pot when others weren't, and they went back and forth being arrested and living. Ba bailing each other yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. It was like Fleetwood Mac, only pot instead of sex. Yeah. <laughs> Which, when you're talking about how does that affect you musically, I'll take the, the people that were having sex problems. <laughs> you know, they make better music. <laughs> the other thing I had written is Gary Duncan, who plays on the second song we're listening to right now, When When You Love, not a good guitar player. Or at least what he's doing with the guitar, I didn't find appealing 
in the least. He's running between three different notes in a scale and just repeating those. It's the and, stupidest noodling. Yeah, it just doesn't sound natural. And then when you get to John Cipollina, uh, he sounds like the... Which do you love is, that, is John Cipollina? Is he way... How do you I, love? Yeah, how think, how you love yeah. is John. Yeah, that's got some legit shreds. Yeah, yeah. How you love. He he actually seems like he's performing. But then, of course, they stick in a bass solo the next track, and you're like, why <laughs> why even, even do this? That's not, that's not why we invited... You to be in the band, <laughs> bass player. No, apparently well, it was. Yeah, they're like, okay, they, well, they let is... him go. Man, go on, take it. He ended up with the right bunch of guys. Ugh. I guess. It's nice. There's a place for everyone in this. Yeah, it's that time in the school recital where he gets to do his little part. Fucking cup of noodles, man. All, all noodles all over the place, and they're all pretty bad. I'm allergic to noodles. Yeah, I didn't find it. You're allergic to I, bonzo beans. I kept fa- <laughs> I falling out. <laughs> it's true. It's just not engaging. It just wasn't yeah. engaging oh, it for sucks. me. It's and the it, worst. I tried to figure out too why why I like jazz and I do not like this type of music. I've been trying to figure out why you like jazz <laughs> for a long time too, Birch. So now you know, right? <laughs> uh, because it's not. I'm still, it I'm still like trying to figure that out, and I think it's because the well, one, the jazz performers are a lot more talented. Yes. Well, and in general, there's like a technical proficiency, but also like a knowledge of music proficiency. Right? Yeah. This feels like, like this is like they learned one tiny thing and then just showed up to the final exam. Right. They learned one tiny thing, <laughs> dropped acid, and decided to explore the room. <laughs> when they were talking about the band they're like oh yeah I'm gonna have this band and we're gonna have girls in the background dressed like American Indians ooh with silver dollars yeah. in their tambourines and then I went to jail for pot <laughs> <laughs> but I came back two years later and it was that band <laughs> and like that's not how you make a band <laughs> I read that too yeah if that's where you start if that's how you make a band that's what you end up with I do want to hear some silver dollar tambourines though that sounds great that sounds cool that's, I, I'm it fine sounds, with that that sounds expensive that's an expensive tambourine yeah it is yeah, especially with the price of silver now. It's like yeah. what, like twenty bucks an ounce? Uh, yeah, about sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, dep- how many how many jangles are in a, in a tambourine? Uh, depends on the size. Five? At least two per jangle. Right. Oh yeah, you got to double jangles. Up to four per jangle. Oh, that's a lot of jangles. And then I would say probably ten to twelve mm-hmm. jangles around. So that times could be two to four. That could be a seven hundred, six hundred dollar jangler. 
And it, I'm sure it sounds way worse than brass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the idea. It's like, okay, well, let's have this $700 jangle just because we can. It's going to sound like shit, but you're going to be impressed because I did it. Here's the thing. Back in the day, silver dollars, they were a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe at the time it was a better deal. <laughs> but I feel like we're getting the raw deal now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the exploration just... Everything seems to go on too long. It's it's not an exciting live show. It's specially recorded. Mm-hmm. You would think that. And they okay. added to this. Yeah, yeah, they added the what last two songs. I, I don't even. That's know. what you said at yeah. the beginning. That mm-hmm. those were studio. There's songs. literally somewhere on this album where someone just goes. Yeah. Maybe we I all. That part. Maybe and that we was all one of the better parts. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maybe we all just need to eat an apple, drop some acid, and see how this sounds. What else are we supposed to do? Like, so many other things that aren't that. (laughs) I mean, I like apples. Big apple? You know, New York. (laughs) I just, if this is what you're, you're, I mean, this was a success, too. It sold sold well. It's gone gold in 1992. I recognize the cover. Yeah. Which, Absolutely. Like, what song are we listening to right now? How do you love? Where uh, do you love? This is which. Who do you love? Part two? No. No. Who do you love? Part two. Is which do you love? Again. Where? Where you love? Oh, we're still on where you love. Yeah. Where yeah. We're the, not even. We're not even halfway through. How many things you love? I, I liked it when it got a little weird on where you love with the just the feedback and yeah. and noodles. You like that like, part or feedback there, there, and, and there's taps? No, there's no. There, this is just feedback and taps. Huh? I'm I'm okay with that. I I thought that was. Interesting for the first minute. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no. It, it, it gets old real quick. But. And, then, and then you're like, oh, you're just going to continue to do that for four more minutes. It's my solo and I'll do what I want. I can, I can imagine them, too. You, I mean, this is something that, yeah, if you went and saw it live, maybe you could be like, oh, that maybe they're doing something on stage I can't see right now. You know, maybe he's like holding the guitar up while he's doing this or well, anything, but this on is how a many record. Apples in you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, about six, then I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And the, yeah, and uh, then uh, they, they go the here, claps. they go into the clapping and the chanting. And I thought at first I was like, you know what? That's that's kind of interesting if they broke like they sort of do this like big rock element and then they kind of come down into a more primitive like chant go back into chanting the sort of like beats and stuff but then i realized like it's just a bunch of people like chanting on off they're not yeah. trying to make it there's symmetrical no or there's or no structure or, yeah, yeah there's it's nothing just some fucking guys annoying Apple the <laughs> shit out of me yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it stinks man i, I don't I, I again this book continues to Upset. And baffle. <laughs> baffle. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why. I, Import? I mean, do you think it's like historically no, for jam bands not, or something? No, that's, no, what they, that's what a, they say. A, Can't a. we just forget the jam bands ever happened? <laughs> jam bands, jam j- bombs, <laughs> by their very nature, are supposed to be a live experience. Yeah. Like, that whole exploration thing, that's absolutely a live thing. It, I... I don't enjoy it, so I can't say 100% if there's ever been a successful, like, jam that's appeared on tape where it's like, huh, well, that's a, that's exciting. But, I mean, without the actual, like, visual stimuli or, like, being surrounded by, like, this loud-ass room with everything else that's happening, 
it's just it's stretching it's just stretching it out for no particular reason in in my my humble opinion so with that if this is some sort of art like no no there should be no artifacts for jam bands no. jam bands should be exploring the idea that they have in front of them there's no by that, if, if there's some sort of like, oh, this is the one thing that we should be doing, then you're not jamming correctly. You're just trying to replicate the thing that already happened, and that's that's antithetical to uh, improvis improvisation and jamming, if you will. I think. But don't you feel like uh, the live the live album? What I mean, what I my understanding of what well, constitutes sort of a jam band is you play you play you have bare song you have uh, certain songs, but then you. Expand on every song, so every single time you're playing that song, you're playing it in a different way. And so the key is to play a mas play that song like in a masterful way, going in and out of other songs, maybe, and providing a, a a unique experience for every every time you're going to listen to it. I do understand what you're saying though. By putting this on wax, this is the only experience you're going to have with this, and I think this is a really crappy experience well, for anybody. if it was anybody. masterful, I'd be on board with it, right? Absolutely. Like, that's yeah. That's the difference between I can dig a jazz, masterful I guess, performance. This, for yeah. me. Yeah. It's whether it's masterful or not, and this does not sound masterful to me. Sounds like some guys didn't want to do their homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking noodles, man. I think there's, there, there's two kinds of live albums that I really like, uh, I think. I, I'm speaking Budokan. off the top. Christmas albums. <laughs> Christmas live albums. Now, uh, and that's the kind of live album that just feels like it captures lightning in a bottle that just has this raw energy. I think that's what jam, like, jam bands always strive for. Doing. Yeah, but eh, they're not gonna. You know, <laughs> just by the nature of the beast... Jerry Lee Lewis did it. Exactly. This ain't no fucking Jerry Lee Lewis. Right? You know, like, I want it, like, I either want a live <laughs> album, I either want the experience to feel like it's about to go off the rails and I'm, like, glued to my headphones, or I want something that just feels like it was so rehearsed that it is just fucking razor sharp, like, stop making sense or something like that, you know? Just like, it's like we take this performance so seriously that we are going to rehearse every day for four months and it is going to be fucking immaculate and you're going to blow your mind that real humans are doing this in real time on stage or this is a crazy train who knows what's going to happen like those are the two kinds of lab albums are like yeah that's... if you're just going to noodle noodle at home man yeah. noodle at fucking home get the fuck off that stage <laughs> What to say uh, else about uh, we can about stop this listening to this we yeah, can just we can all say we don't like yeah. it and this episode can end <laughs> yeah that is true i 
I think we're going to get to a couple more albums, including Grateful Dead and... I don't know. Bring on American Beauty at this point, man. Like, yeah, they're not gonna. It's gonna be live. Uh, no, I believe American Beauty. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they had one in the book, and it was the live one. I think they have Live Dead, and then American Beauty. And this crap okay. has gaped out my ears at this yeah. point. I'm ready for something nice. Think about the Grateful Dead. They had songs. Yeah, yeah. On, on the studio yeah. production of those songs are usually controlled. Yeah. Yeah. And even, they have a jumping off point. I think even I'm gonna might get real for. I think their live is better than this because it's not just riffing on a Bo Diddley song. They sure. wrote these mm-hmm. songs and I, they have... I mean, Bo Diddley is 14541. It's... Batman. Yeah, it's the, the standard blues progression, which is completely fine. I love Bo Diddley to death, but mm-hmm. have your own interesting orchestrated song if you're gonna jam out this this crazy thing are we ready for me to say something positive about this band? yeah have you guys checked out their website it's <laughs> hilarious and it's one of my favorite websites i've ever been to it has a lot of flash animation yep mm-hmm. very cool pictures coming in from the left and the right <laughs> Up and down. Lining up. Yep. And they bounce when they mm-hmm. when they hit. Oh, like a screensaver? And sometimes yeah, you yeah. can see nice. like, the outlines of where the flash animation things are. Like the boxes. Wow. Yeah, very nice. They're still doing it, guys. I like when you first... I, they don't have any upcoming tour dates, but the tour date part of the website, really good animation. Yeah. Like a horse comes in from the side. A horse. Yeah. So how long have we been talking about Quicksilver Messenger Service? Because we're still on the first song. About in twenty five. About twenty five minutes. Hey guys, I'm done. I'm yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> okay. I'm over it. It don't sucks. Like it. Don't listen to it. All right, Rob's on the negative. Is, negative. Any, is anybody on? No. Do you have a fart noise like on that computer? No. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm gonna just say negative. All right, I'm on the negative. I don't think it adds anything interesting or new, and I. I can't see anybody listening to this and saying, yes, absolutely, that album, that's a live performance you should hear. Some of their other albums are actually completely fine Mm. to listen to, but this somehow just, it might have been first jam, you know, the inspiration for all those other Patient Zero, thanks for nothing. Exactly. (laughs) I'm here to eat apples and listen to Happy Trails. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm fresh out of apples. (laughs) Also on Happy Trails, I, I wrote, "Who the fuck cares? Why are you? Why end with this? This? What? What is this doing? Right. Nothing. Right? It's, <laughs> it's a slapdash cover of an old campfire song. It's a terrible cover too. Yeah. His singing is yeah, awful. He's off yeah. key. Yeah. His whistling, uh, his whistling's okay. Yes, I did write that too. <laughs> Some nice whistling. Yeah, after all that shit, you're like, all right, you can whistle. Wow. At least uh, have some positive things to say. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're one of the dozens of people out there that will listen to this podcast and you are a big fan of Happy Trails, please write in and tell us that we're wrong. Uh, I, I never like when we all crap on the same thing. I like to hear some kind of counterpoint. But I can't think of any fucking counterpoint for this dog shit record. Uh, prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we'll be talking about Led Zeppelin's self-titled debut. All right, thanks, y'all. Yeah!